It was a week after all the students arrived back onto Woodstock campus. Woodstock School is located at the beginning of the beautiful Himalayan mountains of India. The excitement of coming back to school after the whole pandemic was still there. But something was not feeling right. It felt like there was something on campus that was not meant to be there. Not something joyful or pleasing. Something not right. And it wasn't the new smell of the cafeteria. I am Ashish Aiker, and this is episode one of The Man Eater of Woodstock School. The final bell rang, and all these students happily ran out of their last lesson of the day. After finishing their snack, all these students headed down to dorms. To get from dorms to school, the students used a path long and tiring. For a student weighed down by their backpack, it would take about 10 minutes to climb this path. The path was built by the school. Though the school thought it would help the students move from where they lived to where they study, most of the students complained about walking up and down every day. At about 5.30 p.m., most students had already walked down. A few who had stayed back for MUN and writing passage had just started their walk. Out of the 20 students who were walking down, one in particular was having a bad day. Karen Jones had dropped her food in the cafeteria. She'd gotten a one out of eight in her math exam and she got kicked out of writing passage for talking too much. But the worst had not come yet. She was walking down to dorms with one of her friends, Kashvi. Karen had stopped to tie a shoelace and told Kashvi that she could go ahead to dorms. They would meet there. Two hours later, when the sun had settled over the mountains, Karen still had not reached dorms. Kashvi had informed dorm parents about an hour ago about Karen not coming back. At about 9 p.m., dorm parents, teachers, and other workers on Woodstock campus came back from searching the whole campus and bazaar for hours. A little while later, the police were called. But even by searching throughout the whole night, the police or anybody else had not found or seen any trace of Karen. Students weren't able to go home or parents weren't able to come and pick up the students. This is because the government created another lockdown due to the pandemic increasing in the country. The next few weeks went by. Everyone heard about Karen going missing. There were many theories regarding what happened to her. Some said she ran away and is living in the bazaar. Some said she got kidnapped. And some even said that she killed herself by jumping over the cliff. The school had taken many steps for protecting the students. Two of the most important rules they made were that everybody must be inside before dark and wherever you go on campus, you must be accompanied by at least one other person from Woodstock.
Even though the school tried hard to keep the students safe, four weeks later, after the lockdown was over, two more people went missing. The school board decided that they would have to stop the school until they found out what was happening to the missing students. After all the boarding students left campus, the school tried to find out what was happening. They called the police again and asked them to help. The principal and the board director accompanied the detectives and the police to the last place a student went missing. Suddenly, after searching for a few hours, a young detective shouted to everyone, telling them to come where he was. When everyone crowded around the detective, they saw it. A small trail of dry blood leading off the cliff. But this wasn't the weirdest part. There was also a pug marks of an animal. The pug marks were dark red and most probably made by accidentally stepping in the blood. These pug marks consisted of four toes in, fr in the front and a bigger mark in the back. To be more precise, this was the pug marks of a leopard. <laughs>